I have a dab tool in my mouth, because what am I going to do during the 420th episode if it's all my fault? Well, at least do some pain relief to think of how to get rid of the pain of causing all these problems. This is some... Oh my god, I'm about to be fucking high. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. And then I'm going to get fucking higher. Cushments, one gram of live rosin through, uh, yeah, cherry. Well, cherry, with your fancy packaging that's supposed to make me think of what? Going to Vegas and buying a hooker? What is this? Uh, yeah, it's dripping with the insinuation that I should be jerking off. I mean, what is all this? sexiness in my marijuana packaging. I just want to get high. The sex part comes later. Okay, <clears throat> so happy 420 to everybody here listening. Now, let's get a couple things out of the way. I've been smoking since, uh, I want to say 1986 was my first real run-in with the marijuana, but it could have been 85. And <clears throat> 420 came along, I don't know when, the 90s sometime just started having a cultural uh, say in the mm, uh, the marijuana community. Out of nowhere. It wasn't something. And then it was. Just like the world. And <clears throat> so when you think about these traditions, well, don't think very hard about them. Because the whole point of marijuana was to get high. Not to throw festivals and have goddamn... Uh, Mm. celebrations in your name. Ganja World, the oasis of medication of marijuana has already arrived. And so on this, the day of my 420th recording, well, I really am going to get as high as I possibly can because I'm going to smoke uh, well, I was going to do 140 dabs. I was going to do 420, which I'm still open to. Because it rings true. But I don't know if I'll make it there. So then I was going to do 140 for reasons I can't explain. And then I was going to do 100 because I'm a human with 10 fingers and 10 toes. Um, and then I was going to do 101 because I'm a human male. And I thought that'd be kind of funny. But then instead, I thought, well, no. I'm going to do one dab of every concentrate I've got. And then I'm going to do it again. Whatever number of dabs that is, that's going to be a lot of dabs. And I'm going to be high as shit. And we're going to talk about stuff, the crazy shit that I believe, and I'm high enough to tell you in the public sphere. Pause. I'm pause. <clears throat> All right. I'm just going to throw this out there. Because I know we're a nation full of soft drink drinkers. But after my stay in the hospital, you know what I'm going to say about soft drinks? Or specifically here in America? Is... If you're in the mood for an alternative, I don't care what you drink regularly, but if you're in the mood for something new or different or just refreshingly other than what you drink day in, day out, consider Fresca. Fresca's got the more counterpoint uh, quality that <laughs> I think I would have given it credit for until I had one in the, in the hospital. Pause. All right. So crazy ass shit, I believe. I've already smoked, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, and then those seven, eight, nine, ten, 13 dabs are already done. Wow. I didn't realize I'd gotten that far, but I'm fucking high. But it's 420, so of course I am. I mean, it's my personal 420. 
what's the actual date? 12-7-127? So that's nothing. But it's a 420. Alright, I'll stop burping Fresco. Um, okay, well, why do I believe I'll smoke weed for the rest of my life? There's one thing I believe that I should probably justify. Uh, well, because for one, I fucking love it. Uh, by love it, I don't mean love inhaling something other than oxygen. That's how I get off. I mean, I love the connections that weed, that a, a, a somewhere between stoned and very stoned mindset brings. Now, <clears throat> this is what I like about smoking marijuana. And I don't know very many people who would sit next to me and agree that this is what they like about smoking marijuana. Um, because most of my friends like to get high. And I used to love to get high. Um, and I even used to love to get stoned. But now, now more than anything, uh, I like to get uh, the creativity, the euphoric, the, the <clears throat> um, energetic burst feeling that you can get from it. Because for whatever reason, my head was built with about what I like to think of as like if you look at a, a beehive, instead of having 800 or 384 or however many of them they form in a beehive, I feel like I have 3 million of them. And so I'm constantly losing shit in these little slots. And I don't remember where I put it, or I don't remember what I was thinking. And yeah, you, you're like, well, it's because you smoke so much weed, dude. Well, yeah, I get that the traditional stoner um, cliche has some truth to it. And <clears throat> plenty of, if they were truthful with themselves, lifelong users of marijuana will admit that you get a bag of marijuana that makes you dumb and you're just going to smoke yourself dumb. There are just ways that the cliche can ring true. But having narrowed my strain choices down to the strains that keep that <clears throat> really from happening very often, well... No, you can hone your marijuana use into specific outcomes and expectations and be disappointed in anything other therein, just like any other medication. But that doesn't mean I consider it medication. I just consider it one of life's gifts. And <clears throat> I don't consider alcohol a gift. Although, do I consider alcohol a gift? For those it allows to have one level of social interaction up necessary to be able to interact at the level necessary to <clears throat> be confident? Do I feel for those people having been one? No, I don't. I was a self-loathing, at the very minimum, if not self-annihilating entity. So, no. Alcohol is different. Alcohol is not good. Alcohol's, alcohol will give you the wrong sense of confidence in the uh, places where you least can afford to overestimate. And so there are <clears throat> prices to be paid for anything past your second beer, third, fourth. Those are um, risky territories for me. And so is the first. The first one can lead to the seventh, which leads to the 37th. You know, like alcohol is such a slippery slope that avoiding it entirely is probably the best. And that's just for me personally. The rest of the world can do what they want to do with it. But that is a drug I respect with full authority. Like uh, cocaine or meth. Those are dirty outcome drugs. Marijuana is not. So, those are all some of the reasons that I smoke marijuana. Because I only want to give you some of my all reasons. Um, the The other big... Part for me is the uh, the centeredness it brings. Like I'm sitting up straighter now. I'm I, I can feel myself <clears throat> almost balancing my left and right. Um, there's just there's a way of and again this is all for me. There's a way that it brings me um, tranquility in my head and in my body and. In my uh, dreams, if I go that far with it. <clears throat> so, I love weed. I love weed. And it loves me. So, 
an agreement that I've made with myself is to stop fighting the things that work for me, no matter what the stigma is behind them. So as I continue to hunt down these small puppies that I'm going to bite the heads off. No, no, no. What? No, come on, man. I'm not saying just do whatever the fuck, right? But if something really works for you, then you should find a way to not feel the uh, negative association with it. Embrace the positive in your life. And if marijuana hadn't been stigmatized in the 90s and had been the culture it is today, well, I'd have a completely different life. So, and one with a lot less turbulence in it. All for the learning experiences that I needed to get in this one, though. Got him, got him with a kick in the ass and a little bit of alcohol in the fucking system while I'm driving home. Right, big guy? Yep, no lie. No fucking lie. D-U-I-G-I. Alright, so, <clears throat> what's some other crazy shit I believe? Well, I believe that the idea that there are more of you listening now than ever before? Ever before. I got my fucking year-end stat thing from Spotify and it just spooks me. You are idiots. Those of you who are listening regularly are, <clears throat> I hope, just doing it for the character mockery that you're <clears throat> watching disintegrate in front of you. As the Messiah goes, this is the one to watch because you know he's just eventually going to step on a rake and fucking die from... What do you get when you when you get rusty nails? That's... Uh, uh, you don't want to die from uh, rusty nail. Fuck, what is that shit? Oh well, whatever. And it won't even be, I'll step on a rake, it'll hit me in the face, that'll have had a micro uh, amount of, of magnesium in it, and that magnesium will have gotten in a pore, just one pore that was open because I was picking my fucking nose so hard that I opened this pore and it went BAM right in that pore and now I'm fucking dead. Or at least my face is all swollen up. Pause. Which, by the way, is significantly better. Like, I still look a little like uh, Franken-leprosy, uh, but uh, there's a lot of me back, and I'm clearly healing all around. So, yay, 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 that turned into being another one of those, what the fuck happened to me? Nobody will be able to tell me. I'll just never know. Um, but did you know that there is, like, some sort of a skin-shedding uh, uh, action for some messiahs as they manifest. Oh, I see you not. That's true. That's true. Go look it up. Well, don't go look it up. That's God, man. I'm, I'm even sick of myself. Pause. Now, when I say here, what is some kooky shit? I believe if there's evidence for me that I've considered persuasive, I'm going to say what that is. Now, uh, here's the best example I'm going to give that proves that what I consider persuasive, a lot of people will think is fucking me being a moron. All right, because of the two-hour-long press conference, which is all viewable, that took place between Buzz Aldrin and uh, and Neil Armstrong and uh, uh, William Cooper. Wait, William Cooper? No, whatever, the third guy is. Um, I don't believe they went to the moon at all. As a matter of fact, I believe they were the ultimate puppets they're lucky they're, they were alive. I bet, I bet this was the decision they got to make. There was no way we could get to the moon. We didn't have the technology. We couldn't have done it. Not only do I not think we could have done it, I definitely don't think we could have made the phone call there and back. That, to me, is the biggest problem. <clears throat> the fucking phone call. How'd they do it? What'd they send up there to act as both a relay and 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 signal sending seat? How did they get the signal from the moon to the wherever it was that they exactly needed it on Earth? That's not just a throw-it-in-the-fucking-ocean signal, like, oh, whoever's listening down there can pick up. That's not how it works. And you need to be able to boom the signal all the way to the Earth from the moon. How'd they do it? That's, that is my biggest problem. It's the fucking phone call. But without the phone call... You've got the the press conference. Those are that's not that is you can you can tell they haven't been. So 
they were told, likely the day of the goddamn launch, if not the second of it, if not, they they got him into low Earth or low Earth orbit and said, we're either going to land you in the ocean as a team and you're going to die heroes, or here's how it goes from here forward. Now, we want you as part of our team. We don't want to kill you. But what button do I push, gentlemen? I'm not kidding. I feel for them because look at them. Their entire lives are wrecked. Whatever happened to them happened to them recently. <clears throat> but they didn't go. In fact, I doubt they filmed any of the footage whatsoever. I bet it's all actors who are now dead. <clears throat> but I'm not even getting conspiracy theories. Fact is, we didn't have the technology to make the phone call. And, pause. Furthermore, I do not believe that the, uh, the vehicle they showed us can get to the moon and back. Do you understand what we're talking about? Into what, what, what it would look like for Elon to walk onto something to say, okay, let's launch this, we can get to the moon and back on this. And don't give me that, that launcher that, as it lifts off, has enough lift to get off the moon. The moon's an enormous object. If it were in any other part of the solar system, it would be a planet. So, I don't know. It's a strange fucking thing, that moon. So, since we're here, let's start with the things I don't believe about the moon. I don't believe the moon is real. I think it's an artificial construction of some hugely advanced superior race because they built a fucking moonship. That's enough of a reason to think they're an advanced superior race. <clears throat> why is the moon tidally locked to Earth? Meaning, why do we only see one face of the moon? It moves in exactly the rotation of time-space that the Earth does on its axis for a 24-hour day. That doesn't coordinate anywhere else in the in the solar system. There's no other two bodies tidally locked like that. There's not even the math to explain how it's still happening. Why why it came into occurrence as some sort of model of of planet or planet body uh, captured body uh, uh, math how you can even get a tidally locked entity on your orbit it, the math doesn't make sense. Nor does the the math doesn't persist. It shouldn't remain tidally locked. The whole thing's bogus. Now, is it a lot more bogus to call the moon a fucking spaceship? Kinda, yeah, it is. I'll give you that. Which is why this is a kooky belief. But, <clears throat> the moon gravity doesn't make sense. The moon uh, interior composition doesn't make sense. The moon water doesn't make sense. The moon uh, craters, all the same depth, don't make the same. That doesn't make sense. A lot of things don't make sense about the moon that have never been explained, and really there's no good explanation. Unless the motherfucker's artificial. In which case, it's all explained. Those kinds of, well, yeah, I believe some stupid shit or kooky shit. Okay, well, if you could explain one of... If anybody can explain to me why all of the craters on the moon are basically the same depth, when those are clearly hugely different sized craters, shouldn't the depths be hugely different sized too? Oh no, see, the one of the moon... Okay, explain that. Pause. Here, I'll take a stab at it for you. The moon is what we like to call artificial. What it's made of is a shell of titanium. And that's covered in pixie dust. So when shit hits our pixie dust moon d titanium shell craft, it just goes... It rings like a motherfucking bell. So we hate when it happens. But we're so lucky because our titanium shell can't be penetrated by stuff. It's Everything gets about 10 feet deep and then bam! Disintegrated from titanium. See what I'm saying? Pause. Unpause. And why haven't we been back? Simple as that. Why haven't we been back? I'll give you another one. Why are we not monitoring uh, the backside of the moon? Or the dark side of the moon? Why don't we have satellites rotating the moon constantly, showing us what's happening on the dark side of the moon? 
because, hey, I used because that time. Because this time I was curious if anybody had a fucking answer. Because nobody does. Okay, I believe I left out why I didn't want to have that conversation yesterday with that particular person in that parking lot. Should we have needed to get a jump? And to be clear, because I know people from that particular organization listen to this fucking thing. <clears throat> that is my biggest advocate in the store. So, I would not want her armed with the facts that I've got basically contaminating the store corroding her corrosive influence if I gave her my top three facts in response to the situation I found myself in it's one thing to give them to another friend but to this one no they'd become artillery pause pause and like I said, oh, damn it. I knew I waited too long for that one. And like I said, uh, what, I, what was I saying? I'm fucking high is what I was saying. Oh, I'm, I'm done fighting this fight. I really am. I got no, I, I do no longer want to participate. So bringing it up now is just to close the loop that I felt I left open. Should I run into somebody else in the parking lot in some other circumstance that I used to know that works there? And then once I have a conversation about any of this, I'm just going to put my middle finger up and turn around and go the other direction. Okay. All right, I think we can officially call that the swan song of my Home Depot career. <laughs> Goodbye, Home Depot. I never really enjoyed you. All right. Let's see if I can find... Um, yeah, the OG line filler. Be right back. Pause. Unpause. <clears throat> Unpause. Uh, the. All right. Off. Off the moon. Let's go to the. Should we go to space? I believe that we are. I believe we are in a. Rather. Warped. Um. I'll put it this way: a snow globe isn't the worst analogy. Why do I say this? Because what I really think is that Earth somehow, Eden that it was, um, was mined over and turned into a toxic dump. And we're living on that toxic dump. That's what I think is happening. <clears throat> and the fact is, I think Earth would have been eradicated long ago for its toxicity, except that we live here. Human souls keep respawning here. We have persistence enough to make it through all these <laughs> sledge-infused uh, planet systems. Now, <clears throat> that's 51.1% of me. Because 49.9% of me believes we're on a cracking open saltwater estuary that's either going to completely cover the land at some point, or uh, we'll leave some, as to now, unknown size of preferability for what? Water buoyancy? I don't even know what it would be in. Why is it salt water? Strange shit. Um, I think there's a lot of, of <laughs> kind of interesting uh, data to look at that the Earth's expanding and has been and continues to. It's not that we're seeing some one landmass crack apart and then float around like a bunch of ice cubes in water. No, the Earth used to just be a, a solid mass. And the water inside the Earth is now releasing. And it's releasing coming up through the Earth and cracking the Earth open. And that's what we're living on. Those are my two favorite theories. 59, or 49.9, 51.1, 1. 50.1. Boy, God, I gotta go play poker again because when you when you play poker, your fucking percentages are dialed. Mine are stoned as a motherfucker right now. Um, now, I'm leaving off, of course, the North Polar Vortex and Midgard and Middle Earth or whatever else or the the uh, the uh, Shing or whatever down. What's down there? The people that go down there and that uh, Admiral Byrd found all the enlightened ones and then. They let you back up here. That means you're a monkey. You got to stay. Uh, or the people who would run up and down the 
jungles of the Amazon into secret entrances to the underworld. I don't know, a lot of fucking overlap in myth. A lot of it. Do I believe any of it? No. Would I be that shocked to find out that it, in fact, was discovered, an entrance to the underworld and the Amazonian um, jungle ruins? No, it wouldn't. So I'm open to believing a lot of things because I feel like we have a lot of things left unanswered. And if we aren't going to entertain the process whereby we can go find possibilities, well then of course I'm going to allow myself to expand enough, have enough width to include things like supernatural or spiritual or God. I never believed in God. Here, there's, let's talk about, <laughs> okay, here's another thing I don't believe. I don't believe Jesus Christ ever existed. No question. This one, I, this one, I, you'd have to argue me hard and steady to find, show me some proof. Show me some proof. And don't give me the fucking Bible. But, <clears throat> I don't necessarily think Jesus Christ isn't a figure of collective goodness and all of that. Like, I live to be more like Christ. If Christ showed up today, though, all people would even do is, at best, give him a gift card to Target. So, what 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 do we have in common with the the idea of the biblical Christ anyway? Nothing. We've we've moved too far afield from that. Our civilization and cultural mores are the same. But when when you think of how do you just be kind, understanding, and forgiving? Well, you start to act a little more like the divine. And if that's all you're trying to do, but you bumble through the world as taking uh, um, uh, what? Uh, all right. If you find yourself performing in slightly less variance, well, then you worked harder to be more true to yourself. You find yourself uh, constantly seeing outcomes that are 180 degrees of what you're trying to do, well then, you have, um, you have either the lesson that all that brings to learn, or you're perhaps shooting the wrong bullets out of the wrong gun for the wrong team. Because somebody's here to do the wrong thing. And it might be you. But everybody else feels a level of kindness or, uh-uh, I'm not here to do the wrong thing. Well, I'm not here to do the wrong thing either. But look how much wrong is going on in the world. You think everybody who's here doing these things came here to do the wrong thing? No, you just kind of fall out of patterns that aren't true to you. You become something other than who you really are. You stop being understanding. You stop understanding that older people need longer red lights to feel comfortable before they can turn right. It's all okay to just let people get to their own destination their way. But having enough patience to allow it to happen around you, well, that's the lessons that you're learning. Being able to be kind to those who are even making a mistake in real time, well... That is the bigger person, and sometimes you like to say you are one, so why don't you start acting like one, right? All right, back on track. Stupid shit I believe. Well, let's start with the Mandela Effect then, because we have already started. So the Mandela Effect start would be like, oh, did he say start? It didn't say start before. It was like, let's get mandela Okay, the Mandela Effect's real, number one. Number two, I suffered most of it. Number three, it jump-started me back into this reality in a way that has not stopped since. Um, being productive, kind, understanding, and forgiving, that is. And a little self-interested, if we're being fair. And four? Makes the whole thing. That I'm a non-player character? Very seductive. Okay. So, Mandela Effect, I'm 100% in on. Because I'm, an, I'm a victim. Pause. Okay. Not only do I believe that 9-11 was an inside job, and by inside job, I mean done by the, the Mossad, but I also believe that Sandy Hook was an inside job. 
And by inside job there, I mean done by the deep state of America. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and hang on. Go all the way back to Oklahoma City. That was the FBI's re first real win in drumming up domestic terror syndrome of the non-existent kind into something they could fake as being almost provably there or something. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a whole fluster cuck of ways that we have decided it's easier to um, take over both sides of the situation and thus control the show than it is to police one side um, against the other. Right, CIA? CIA still listening? Dude, if you are, I know you just woke up because you're at CIA. Okay, and here's another thing. I believe I believe the CIA listens to everything. Eventually, if you're interesting enough, they'll listen to you directly. Or the NSA. Or, you, or split, your, split your alphabet, however you want to go, triple letter on it. And you get enough material in the world and you get enough potential for influence and somebody's got to check in to see what the fuck you're saying. Because this is America, damn it. Where if you get enough speech out there and become a, enough of a person of interest to a group that nobody seems to be able to attach themselves to. I'm, I'm watching analysis about what, what's up with the young people that they don't want to vote. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Everyone wants to vote. Nobody can come to it. Everyone's... The best thing about turning 18 is you get to fucking vote. And then you throw this shit at us. And then you ask us, why don't you want to vote? <laughs> you guys should want to vote. I mean, what's wrong? You don't want to get on the couch? You want to vote on your phone? You want to vote on your Nintendo? Fuck you guys. We'll put a candidate worth of shit voting out there. I'll tell you what. People are going to get up to vote that are young. And you know who they're going to vote for? RFK Jr. Pause. You know, sometimes I leave the lid off of something for a while. And I think, hmm, has the lid been off that too long? Like, does it not disqualify as having been decently managed that I should still eat it? But that is not one fear I ever have with peanut butter. Oh. Now, leaving that under the bed was stupid, but still tastes good. Okay, I believe in numeric synchronicities. I 100% believe in this. And this is coming out of the caves of wake, back and through and forward and wisdom and education and knowledge and Hakuna Matata. No copyright infringement intended, Disney. Hakuna Matata. Otherwise, how are we being Hakuna Matata? Cause that means no worries for the rest of my life. Hakuna Matata. My point is, is that what I'm saying? I believe <laughs> fucking Jungle Book. Wait, that's the Lion King. Oh, that feels good. I should. I, oh, I should go sit in the massage chair for the rest of this. <gasps> Maybe. I wonder what that acoustics are like. It might be worth it. Okay. What was I even saying? What was the next one? Okay. I guess we'll go to another one. Um, pause. Hey, but since we're here at Disney, here's another thing I believe. I believe that I want to know how it works when y'all get together and decide to do something pornographic in one of the Disney films. Like, is it a team of people? Is it a rogue? Of course, we know we get told it's a rogue employee. It was just a rotten apple. We're so glad we weeded him out of the barrel. We'd had a rotten bunch. Okay. Let's get past that bullshit. And let's just think about it. Let's reverse engineer this. We don't need Disney to tell us. But if you're going to insert, say, into the Little Mermaid poster that's going to go across the country on every theater uh, marquee uh, under uh, display there are, of a giant erect penis. Well, it's got to be like a couple of people in on the gag at least, right? I mean, even if you do the fucking thing, or it's total stealth. It's one. It's a one man show that nobody knows until it gets found, and then it's like, Joe, get in here. <laughs> but what do you think's more likely? To me, 
the ones like in uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland where the smoke says sex, those to me are a couple of fucking frat boys getting together after work, getting drunk and saying, what we should totally do is do this and do that. Right. It just seems like groupthink. But the erect penis on the poster, yeah, that, that's that's a lone wolf. So to me, it's both ways. If you're going to be part of something deviant, you're either going to keep your mouth shut so nobody knows it was you, or you're going to get others in on it so that you can be like, well, yeah, well, Dave's in on it too. Dave! <laughs> uh, okay. And yes, I believe there's sexual imagery all over Disney. All over it. Pause. All right, let's get back to that snow globe thing. Because I can get very far with that. What I what I do think is we're somehow um, <clears throat> we're somehow protected. Perhaps we are the the part that has been isolated from the contaminating further out. That I would believe. As a matter of fact, that's what I really do think. I think that the, the toxicity that we are has somehow been contained, and that could be part of what. Antarctica is because we don't know what Antarctica is that's for sure I will say that and I will say we don't know um, what's happening at the North Pole nor do we have a picture of the Earth from a satellite in space that's 100% that's just a shot of the Earth can you believe that? and yet it's true or here in America we might have something in China we don't we're very censored over here um, whoa, almost stuck my peanut butter laced finger right down my throat. Um, okay, I believe, oh God, am I going to say this one? All right, I believe I've definitely been taken off this planet in this body, and I don't know why. Well, let me say this, I believe not off this planet. That's not how I mean. I've been taking I've been taken somewhere where there is an there's another environmental gas. Like it's it's not the same blend as what we have right here on earth. And it might be just 7 miles down the earth in the earth. Some sort of, you know, um uh, manufactured environmental stabilizing blend of breathable gases. But I say this because I come back from these environments. And it's one environment specifically. I'm not going many places. I'm going one. And in this other environment, whatever it is, there is different. But when you fill your lungs with the air of another environment, and then you purge when you come back in here, the one place those that um, residual environment exists is in your burps. And I can feel, I can taste the difference in the air. And I know the other environment. It's real. How spooky is that? That's one of the true dilemmas I've still not solved. Where the fuck do they take me? Yeah, this sounds like a man going crazy. It should sound like that. Because in many ways I think it is. This is <clears throat> the weirdest shit I believe. But I've gone to bed and come back with, and woken up with injuries. How do you hurt yourself while you sleep? Really, how do you do it? How do you do it? And I'm talking to things like, like I'll have um, um, sprained my shoulder. Or I'll have... I'll have gravel scars as if I fell down in a gravel driveway on my hands. Now, am I a sleepwalker? Because I do live alone, right? Could be. But again, these are environmental things. That means I'm sleepwalking outside, falling, getting up, getting back in bed, not remembering any of it. Maybe. It's possible. It's a lot more possible than I'm being abducted by aliens. But... The difference in gas is in my dreams. Like, you know the environments. 
And I'm like confabulating all this because my creative mind just went on overdrive and decided to give me the pot shot of a lifetime before I fucking flame out with a goddamn brain aneurysm next week. Could be. Why wouldn't it be? But the more of me that emerges, says he who is peeling his skin and coming out like the lizard king that he is. Uh, see, it's so not me, but I do like snakes. Um, <clears throat> dilemmas, dilemmas. Would I want to be the Lizard King or the fucking Messiah? Both. Can't they be the same? All right. Um, ooh, now we're talking about, uh, how would you end that though? Um, no, you have no chance. <laughs> uh, all right. Other things I believe. Um, I believe the world will, uh, the universe will take care of me. I know. But look at y'all. Y'all like hoping for a messiah and shit or whatever. Wanting to be babysat too. Now, this isn't saying that I want to be babysat. I don't. I just think the universe does it no matter what I do. I'm kind of, uh, I'm a baby out there in a bouncy castle. Nobody wants to see me get hurt. But everybody knows I'm reckless as fuck. So they had to put me in a bouncy castle. Um, it seems about right. And the reason that I think this is because I definitely believe that I'm here on Earth on a one ride tender. My human Earth meat suit, this one I'm wearing, this is it. This is my chance. This is the one I'm... I'm this is the only ride I'm taking this time. And I... I do believe I've been on Earth a lot. I also believe I've been in numerous millions of other lives. <laughs> Not on Earth. So, I think I've just lived a lot of life. Enough to know that life is about taking advantage of your manifestation at your best in a moment to try to help others do the same. It's a phenomenal ride. You don't know how good it is. And I do. I'm constantly telling myself how lucky I am. So, if you're not a member of Team Humanity of 8675309Earth, this version right here, I don't know what you're made of. Because this is fitting me better and better every time I come through. And I feel like I'm made of better and better stuff every time I'm here. Because when you're a human, you get the opportunity to be made of the best stuff. Valor. Confidence. Championships. Oh, wait. 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 That might be your ride. But mine is kindness, understanding, and forgiving. Those are the traits I always am here on Earth eventually. This one took me a lot longer to get there than I think others have. But in some rounds, I know I never even got close. I was... Tyrannical, despotic, and despicable. I'm not like the one with uh, <clears throat> Michael Scott. Anywho, one thing I also believe is that I'm terrible with names. Um, if you think the universe is against you, like it's, you've got this character built sheet, and here's the landscape you're facing, the universe at large. Now, go get him, tiger. No. The whole point is more like <clears throat> like shimmering musical um, sheets of sail that are just... Mm, boy, the sheets. When, you, when you're aligned with the universe is when you're winning. Not when you're jumping from one plateau to the next. It's when your alignment is intact. And so, my alignment's definitely not intact at all times. But it's usually pointed the right direction now. And that alone makes the universe a place I can't wait to wake up in day after day after day. Pause. Okay. Um, I believe I might be in a consequential war of... Time and eternity. Uh, 
with a character that I have dubbed my arch nemesis, um, the guardian angel, which makes me the arch villain. Um, the, uh, what did I call myself? The, the, uh, conflator or self-confident, uh, overestimator. Um, uh, the too full of himself or I can't remember. Don't even care. But, <clears throat> um, other than that, I have no enemies at all. Zero. In fact, um, that's not even fair to call that other situation enemy. Uh, probably is. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So I have one enemy on a planet full of 8 billion people. Otherwise, I love everybody. So, that's a pretty good swing of the fence. And I've recently grown closer to my sister, to my brother-in-law, to my mom, uh, to my uh, to my community, to myself. And so, I love my life. I love myself. I love my circumstance. And I love what I'm going to experience next. And that is something uh, I don't want to talk about that alright I'll leave that one off the table for now um, alright I'll talk about everything what the fuck I truly believe um, that we are on the end of about a 13,000 year cycle that is devastating to the planet I don't know what the cycle is it could be solar, it could be internal it could be this water busting open releasing itself I have no idea. I just know that there's evidence of this rhythmic cycle being unearthed by people who are starting to look. And that's that's spooky, because there's no question that the Earth is going through very predictable cycles of devastation that we're not in any way capable of counterbalancing. But we could have at least determined when its approximate source of um, arrival might be, and then make plans accordingly, like dig deep underground bases and stuff where people could go and protect themselves from the imminent barrage of plasmic solar energy that's just going to fry everything that's fucking made of carbon up here on the life scale of immediate death that will be all of planet Earth when the sun goes because it hiccups every 13,000 years. I mean... I hope I'm crazy. I hope Randall Carlson's crazy. I hope Graham Hancock's crazy. I hope we're all crazy. Not collectively as mankind, but maybe I do. My point is, the evidence that's starting to stack up that something is right, Robert Schock, um, here, instead of wrong, uh, that other Egyptian dude, Who's shocked? Why do you respect that dude? That's weird to me. Oh. I wonder if he's actually a good guy. No, there's no way. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's not something I want to believe. I wish I didn't believe it. But you go tell me how to unbelieve something that looks like it's data-driven. What do you do with that? Pretend you didn't see the data? <laughs> okay. Um, so, I believe the interesting part is how much real resetting goes on versus how much manufactured resetting goes on. If these events are, in fact, predictable, and they're on cycles that are somewhat, um, say, um, what would be fair, 3,200-year cycles, somewhere in that range, at a minimum, to notice across a civilizational span. And then you start to see the half or the 6,000-year cycles and then the 13,000-year cycles and then all the way out to 28s. Maybe. Maybe. Especially because Carlson's got that breakdown where all of the actual main events start colliding. that Where they all just ha start happening on those, on those two axes, except the huge ones that happen on the two counteraxes and they only happen every 13,000 years. You can look and say that's all just laying um, 
favorable impression from the past on an opinion to make it look like fact. But it's not. Because when you look in science ice cores or tree analysis or that stuff they did in New Zealand and those 42,000-year-old trees, it starts showing you that, that, that they're finding the same anomalies where the, they were predicted to be. That's what good science does. It predicts something and then more and more return data from the netherworld proves it to be true. And sooner or later it creates enough support it becomes a theory. And then, God forbid, it could be proven in every possible situation that this is how it goes down. Well, now it's a law of nature. Like, things will get crazy on planet Earth, because they always do. That, my friends, is a law of nature. Pause. Okay, all my planned hijinks are getting higher than higher than higher than high. I mean, I'm there, and I've taken... I think at last count it was 47. So I'm now taking... 48 and 49. Well, no, because those four too. So I'm somewhere in the 50 dab range right now, total, um, since I've been hitting pause and shit, off and on. And oh god, I am fucking high. I mean, really, anything more is just wasting material. But because I like to waste material when I'm this far along, why not? Um, I'm gonna finish with Space Queen and Kitchen Sink. So let's just leave this going and take two more dabs and see how many other crazy thoughts I can get out of my head. I also believe, pardon me, that we're being lied to on a huge scale about what happened here in America or what American history looks like. And it's all the world fairs that give me this nagging feeling of being manipulated. I think great civilizations have been here. And I think they know it. Meaning the big proverbial they. Yes, I believe in the big proverbial they. Um, <clears throat> why do I believe they know it? Because I think we're still using many of their facilities. And um, and I'll just leave it at that. <clears throat> um, I think America. So American history is a complete sham. Um, not 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 that there weren't. Uh, tribes of, of peace-loving, kind, spiritual peoples here that were annihilated. There were. But America's history is cloaked big time. I'll just give you one more thing, I believe, on that zone that'll take you straight over to, okay, what else can we listen to, land? And that is, I think, that the uh, Grand Canyon is a quarry. It's not. It's not a. It's not a canyon. Somebody cut that out. <clears throat> and yes, I believe that Earth has been mined on that scale. That we have been mined by the kind of equipment that mines moons. So when I say Earth used to be, an Eden of uncomparable renown, it was. You wouldn't... Okay, how about this? You know that Mesa, or that whatever they call it, whatever's above Johannesburg in South Africa on the coast there, that flat top, that's a tree that's been cut off. Simple as that. And it was done millennia ago, meaning billions of years ago. And it's been like that ever since. So whenever that happened was when Eden fell, when Earth fell from its state of, of universal grace, goodness. Whenever we got mined, I don't know what did it. I don't know who got in here and took away the... It, it is... <laughs> it's fucking Avatar, man. It literally is. That's what happened here. And now we're the next round of monkeys. That shit's too true, unfortunately. Now I sound like an even bigger goddamn idiot. Pause. So I wonder if James Cameron is Jesus Christ reincarnated. No, because I don't believe Jesus Christ ever existed. So that would be dumb. Okay. Uh, let's see. I believe the pyramid's 452,000 years old. 
and I believe a lot of that shit down in Egypt with all the fucky uh, bird-headed people or crocodile-headed people and all that stuff. I hate to say it, but I believe more of that may be legit and accurate and literal than you want to believe. Do I believe there were a whole bunch of crocodile-head people walking around? Uh, (coughs) Yeah, actually I do. Or some kind of lizard people. I'm not sure there's not still here. But too many cross-cultural myths about them <coughs> coming out and scurrying off. <coughs> Sorry. Same thing with the Giants. Not the San Francisco Giants, nor the New York Giants. But the red-headed Giants with six fingers and six toes, they exist. They're still around. I think they might actually be um, the workers of the truly genetically gifted, the ones who create races like us. And yeah, I think we were created, and not 6,000 years ago. No, I think we were created um, about, again, 450,000 years ago. The Somebody came here and, and meddled with form and function. And I'm not saying didn't do a really good job. I think there's some, um, I think one of the reasons that Earth's a tricky place is because some really illegal shit's gone on here. Like galactically illegal, like the kind of shit that gets your species fucking annihilated. And, uh, and yet in many ways, the miracles that have come from it have almost reverse justified the fact that the Actions were taken in the first place. I mean, nobody. The the, the timeline hopping is weird, though. I mean, if you're if you're going to look at overall fucking decision making from the ninth tier down, I mean, you're going to you're going to see things in a way that we can't. Even if even if we were an abomination brought to life, we are magical somehow. We're meant to be here. The fact that we're here is amazing. I'll put it that way. To a lot of people. Not just us. Meaning humans. Meaning humanity. Humanity is a miracle. No, I don't I don't know that it is a miracle. What humanity has emerged from within or its initial ingredients, I think, have stunned the the potential of what's out there to be turned from abomination to glorification like there there's a there's a <laughs> there's an element to humanity that's uniquely driving an entire conversation about potential in the universe i'll put it that way pause so if you had a vote would you lift all the <clears throat> restrictions would you stop the um, the over protection from uh, the disaster that could be? Would you give humans their chance? Would you say humanity gets and deserves a shot at being ascendant, of being its own grace-filled species of the galaxy? Or would you just continue to monitor it? In its current condition, hoping it doesn't self-destruct. Well, I'm, I'm taking my one-sheet tender this time, and I'm convinced humanity is the experiment that needs to persist. There needs to come a way that we can <clears throat> lock down the nuttiness that's within us and get its influence out of our system so we can move forward with all the potential we have not yet met or realized. But, I mean, I also got to learn the entertainer again, and I'm not doing very good with that. Pause. Um, I believe I'm I'm fucking too high. <coughs> I just did the head of the kitchen sink. I've already done the space plane, so I'm fucking ripped. You can, my eyes are like three quarters closed. 
I am stone. Like, maybe too stone to even talk. At least to myself. Um, okay, and how about, I, how about this? I believe if you've gotten this far, pause it. Well, if you've gotten this far, then you must believe some pretty nutty shit yourself. Because how could you put up with this conversation? I don't even know if I can listen to this in review. Um, however, if you got this far and you don't believe in some pretty nutty shit and you were just seeing if I would go off the nutty deep end, it's time to start looking a little harder. Not everything I said that I believe here should be thought of as something to be mocked. Stuff that I've said here is going to turn out to be right more than I'd like to admit. So, <clears throat> don't underestimate the source you have within yourself. To have the universe point you in a direction that can solve a couple of... Yeah, why is that happening that way? I guess if the young people do want to come out and vote, a candidate like Joe Biden isn't exactly inspiring... Maybe we should run our own Donald Trump. He gets the young guys out. I mean, doesn't he? Come on, RFK. Change the world. Get elected American president this year. Well, next year. Next year. This year, that'd be great. They'd have all they'd need to. Well, yeah, he got elected last year. How could he run now? You watch. America's ready for a monkey wrench. America is definitely ready for a monkey wrench.